my dues I paid, knowledge I have gained, learned I am the master of what I do or say, legends are born not made, I'm destined to be great, God of my destiny, I take all the glory, ain't no one telling my story, my life is a fucking allegory, writing down lessons, keeping inventory, but at times I want to forget like Dory, memories that haunt me like glory, some secrets I gotta bury. What is up, everyone? This is 7 Octobers here uh, with another episode of Nightmare on Sedgwick Avenue. This is uh, Season 2, Episode 10, if you're tuning in right now. This is actually the uh, Season 2 finale. Um, I've had a lot of dope guests, uh, nine guests total. I'll shout them out in a second. Um, pretty much, it's been a, a dope journey, 2020. Uh, very productive, uh, very blessed um, with everything going on with the pandemic, Black Lives Matter, everything. Um, I have to say that I've been blessed and lucky. And shout out to everybody that's been supporting the journey. I really do appreciate everybody that's been tuning in for any episode, either Nightmare on Sedgwick Avenue here on my uh, podcast uh, at 7 Octobers on IG or uh, YouTube channel. And also my other, you know, um, platforms that I have with like platform collection shout out to the platform team with nightmare cinema that's a show I have there where I discuss horror movies and then this podcast I interview people in the horror and hip-hop community so I've had MCs directors um, so on and so forth artists so I'm trying to get a little bit of everything because those are the two cultures that I love I love music and movies in general but I kind of you know I uh, had to choose two genres and those were the those are the top of my uh my list. So um, this episode, episode 10, I'm not going to have any guests. It's just me, myself, and I. I just wanted to talk about, you know, this journey so far uh, with Nightmare on Sedgwick Avenue. Uh, for those who've seen my journey from the beginning um, to where I'm at now, so I kind of want to go over that. Uh, it's 2020 December, so I want to kind of go through everything that I've done this year. Very proud of myself. Uh, not the type to, like, you know, be total like boost my ego or anything like that but sometimes we gotta appreciate ourselves sometimes we don't give um, ourselves enough self-love so I gotta gotta shout myself out I'm proud of everything I've done I put in a lot of work and it's uh paying off so I just kind of want to inspire people to go and follow their dreams whatever it may be like this started off as a dream and look at where it got me so as long as you put in the work of course um I just want to show people that you can do it too don't be scared don't let fear stand in the way uh, a lot of the times that's what stops us the most is ourselves, not anybody telling us uh, we can't do it, but ourselves that we can't do it. Our, our minds got to kind of play tricks, but you can also change it. And that's what I did um, to, you know, self-believe in yourself because that you're at the end of the day, you're the you're the, going to be your number one supporter. Um, so Nightmare on Sedgwick Avenue, um, by the time this drops, it will have to be already have been two years since I started this uh, blog initially is what it started off as and now it morphed into a video podcast last year was an audio podcast in 2019 so kind of want to tell you guys a little bit of my journey a little bit of uh, how it started for those who are just catching on so um, the idea for Nightmare on Cedric Avenue came to me in 2018 um, towards the end of the year Again, December uh, 22nd is the anniversary of when I started the blog. So 
I had been thinking of starting my own like t-shirt business and stuff like that, like a few years back. Um, and in 2017, me and my friend were like, oh, maybe we should do something like hip hop, um, you know, and I was like, we just left it at that. And in a notebook, I had written seven Octobers. Um, so seven Octobers, for those who don't know, has a double meaning. It's uh, October 7th, 2014. My abuelita, Rafael Ojeda, passed away. She's a big um, influence and huge impact in my life. Um, she pretty much raised my sisters and I. So she's the reason why I fell in love with music and horror movies and just movies in general as well. So as a way to pay homage to her and keep her legacy alive, I did Seven Octobers and then just changed the Z, um, the S to a Z. And then uh, it's also double meaning because the number seven is one of my favorite, it is my favorite number. And October, I love the month because it's, you know, Halloween as a horror fan, that's like Christmas to us. So I wanted to do that. So I always had that name, Seven Octobers. That would be like something I would have like uh, my business name, you know, because it's short, it's easy, it's catchy. And then um, that was like around 2016, 2017, I want to say. And I had it in a notebook, so I left it there. And then uh, I met uh, someone that had a blog, um, hip hop blog, and I was like, that's cool. I started getting introduced to the hip hop scene here in uh, San Diego because I'm from San Diego, California. So I got into it and I'm like, this is dope. And on my personal IG, I was already talking about hip hop and horror, like horror movies that I liked, uh, mainstream and underground rappers that I liked. So I would like put posts and shit like that. And then I got the idea, like, why don't I just start my own platform? So I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Uh, but what's going to be the name? Because if I'm going to merge two completely different cultures, um, what is it going to be named, you know? And I, I wanted to merge these two cultures, hip-hop and horror, because they're more alike than they're different. Um, they're always, you know, seen as the negative, like they glorify violence, they objectify women, all this stuff. But they also have, like, the positive sides, you know, with horror movies, you're uh, coming face to face with your fears and uh, overcoming them sometimes. Um, women are also like protagonists in these movies. Uh, they're not victims, which is fucking dope to me. And then hip hop too. I've learned a lot of knowledge, uh, history and all that stuff. So they're obviously always uh, seen as like uh, misinterpreted. And I love these two cultures. So I wanted to bring them together. No, no one was really doing that because uh, I was trying to like Google and I couldn't really find anything. I think there's a few out there, but not as many. Um, and there's a lot of hip hop blogs already. And then there's a lot of horror blogs, but none are combined. So I was like, let's do this. So I was thinking of names and I was like, okay, Nightmare, Nightmare. Like it just kept sticking, you know, like Nightmare on Elm Street. Because I love that movie. That's like on my top five. Um, and then I was like, what what can I do? Nightmare. Nightmare's like a street, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. So I was like, hip hop, what street, what street? And I was like, Sedgwick Avenue. For those that know the history of hip hop, that was where the first hip hop party took place in the Bronx. Uh, it was a, a school uh, party, uh, and you know they had the the first hip hop party. That's where like hip hop kind of blew up from there. So I was like, yeah, I got to do this. Uh, I'm gonna call it Nightmare on Sedgwick Avenue, and that's how the name came about. So then in 2018, I got a WordPress, uh, paid for the website. And then just started, like, all I was going to do is, like, start reviewing mainstream and underground um, hip-hop. And, like, underground, like, you know, like, uh, Jedi Mind Tricks, uh, stuff like that. Like, R.A. Rugged Man. 
that's to me what was considered like underground i wasn't talking about like local i was just thinking like that you know and for horror i was just gonna do like you know horror movie reviews and stuff like that so i was like okay that's it so i i posted my first uh post i think like the 22nd when i announced it and i, I want to say like the first post was like the end of december 2018 and then january came along i did a few album reviews and more uh, horror movie reviews and then um, I was, like I said, I was kind of getting involved in the hip hop scene in San Diego. So I was following certain artists, local artists. And, um, there was this artist, uh, St. Sir, shout out to St. Sir, dope guy, uh, part of Boone League, uh, rap crew. So he had dropped an album and I was like, you know what, I'm going to review it. I didn't really think anything of it. I was like, that'd be cool to like review like something local. So, yep, I did that. Um, I got good feedback. Um, and I was like, damn, why don't I just fucking review San Diego shit? Because that's my city and not a lot of people are out there. I mean, at the time, it was just SD Loves Hip Hop. So shout out to Nate out there. He was doing that. Um, but nobody else was really like putting an eye, you know, in the city. So I was like, I'm going to try to do that. And then I started going to shows, all this stuff. Um, started getting more involved, getting to know more people. I would go up to artists at the end of the shows. I, I even did like business cards and shit like that. So um Right now, obviously, it's hard with the pandemic because, you know, shows and everything is harder to meet people. But right now, you have social media, so there's really no excuse. So what I would do is I would hand out my business card after they would perform if I thought they were dope. And I was like, hey, I run a blog. I'm doing reviews, blah, blah, blah. Um, so we did. I did that and started, like, getting traction that way. I was, like, supporting the city and people were supporting me back because I was showing them love and it, it came from a genuine place. It was not me for trying to get followers or anything like that. I was just literally doing it for the love of the culture. Um, so yeah, so we, so I did that and, um, it was, it went great. Um, I met a lot of people. 2019 was a great year. Um, I cemented myself in like the San Diego hip hop scene for sure. Uh, but I was kind of like low key leaving the horror side out. Like I was still doing like horror movie reviews and that was cool and everything, but I was like, damn, I would like to get to know more people in the horror community. I was getting followers and stuff like that, but I wasn't uh, interviewing, you know, because I, then I started the the podcast. I want to say it was like in August of 2019. It it converted into a, a podcast. I still have the blog. Uh, I'm still going to keep that. But I wanted to make something like audio or visual for people who might not uh, be the ones to t be the type of reading. Because as we know, we're in a generation where a lot of people either like audio or visual. So I was like, I need to do a podcast. So yeah, I started, I believe, in August of 2019, and I interviewed a lot of dope um, singers, uh, rappers from the local scene, and it, it was great. Uh, got to get to know people a little bit more in depth, which was really dope. So that went well, and then I was like thinking for, you know, my goals for 2020, and I'm like, I want to do a visual podcast. Like, that's my goal for sure, and I want to interview more people in the horror community because that's one thing I didn't really do in 2019 you know I wanted to better myself as as a creator as a tastemaker whatever you want to call yourself like you always want to be innovative and think of different ways how you can make everything better because I'm that type of person where I'm not content I always have to you know one up myself every time so that was what what my 2020 goals were so sure enough 2020 comes along we're now in 2020, and I become a uh, staff at Platform Collection. Again, shout out to them, Kill C, Parker, OG Hip Hop, Eddie, 
um, they allowed me to be part of their entertainment company uh, where we also do uh, reviews. Uh, it's called platformcollection.com. We have a YouTube channel as well. You can follow us there. Um, so we're like, we're going to do reviews. We're going to go on tour and everything. I was going to be taught like tour management and all that. Uh, but then COVID hit. So we had to like pivot. And at the time, one of my goals too for 2020 was make music. Uh, cause, uh, I'm an artist, poet, first and foremost, before I became a blogger, uh, I've been writing since I was 13. So that was for sure a goal in 2020, like go back to the music. So I did that. Um, I dropped two EPs. Those following me, I dropped uh, God of My Destiny, June 15th, my birthday. And then I dropped uh, From Chibalba to Aslan, November 20th, uh, so just a month ago. So, and then I was dropping singles because my goal was to drop at least 12 songs this year. And obviously I did that. So I'm proud of myself on that. So yeah, I, I dedicated myself to the music, but part of Platform Collection was like, you know, um, you got to do a show uh, because we want to build content to keep the traction with everything that's going on. There's going to be no shows like live shows performances wise. So we're going to have to like, you know, think of creative ways. So I was like, okay, dope. So I thought, okay, let's do a horror show. Uh, Cause that's, you know, my, my thing, horror and hip hop. So I was like, I want to do a show where I'm going to talk about my favorite horror movies. And if I can, I'll bring on guests. So I named it nightmare cinema. And it's been a great journey on that as well. I'll talk about the guests and everything that I've had. But pretty much uh, we talk about horror movies. I had guests. Sometimes I didn't when I first started um, the actual show. I, I was just myself talking about my favorite horror movies. So follow me at Platform Collection YouTube channel, Nightmare Cinema. I also have a playlist in my 7 October's YouTube. So yeah, so we did that. And uh, meanwhile, I was still doing Nightmare on Cedric Avenue. So I kind of want to run through some of the episodes I had, but before I do that, I also wanted to give out my list of my top 10 hip hop albums, both mainstream and underground slash local honorable mentions. Also my top 10 R and B albums and my top 10 Musica Urbana albums. Cause I'm a huge fan of like reggaeton, Latin trap, all that, which kind of falls a little bit for me is like, like the Latino hip hop a little bit. A little bit different, but it's just the same vibe for me because it's kind of like rapping in Spanish, but it's a little bit different. Uh, my top 10 horror films uh, and then my top 10 horror TV shows. So I'll go into that first and then we'll go over, uh, into the last uh, segment will be me shouting out everybody that's been part of this uh, Nightmare on Cedric Avenue podcast uh, this season, season two. So I'll start off with my top 10 rap albums slash EPs for the mainstream. So again, no particular order. Um, number one I have here is Big Sean, Detroit 2. Very dope album. Big Sean is, is, is uh, I think for me, is an underrated MC. Um, very positive album. It shows his growth. So I really fucked uh, with that with that fucking album. That's fucking dope. Uh, second one, Conway the Machine, from a, from a King to a God. It hands down one of the best lyricists alive right now, like hands down. Uh, Russ, he he figured out the formula to make like melodic, catchy rap R&B-ish music. And I really look up to, to him as a businessman as well. Uh, he does everything himself too. So I think that's fucking dope. And he pushes that a lot. Very positive too. 
sometimes he comes off as cocky, but I don't think that's what he is. He's just really confident and knows what he wants. So I hope one day I can reach his status. So Shake the the Snow Globe uh, is another one of my favorite albums this year. Uh, Reason, New Beginnings, part of TDE. Check that project out. Um, number five, Brittany Carter, As I Am, fucking dope female MC. That's all I have to say. Just go look it up. John Connor, SOS, another fucking dope MC. I kind of had forgotten it about him for a while, but he's fucking dope. Um, dope project he put out. Styles P, uh, Styles David, Ghost, Your Enthusiasm. Styles P is another one of my favorite MCs of all time, so he's fucking dope. This project is obviously dope. Uh, Benny the Butcher, Burden of Proof. Again, another top lyricist up there for me. Uh, again, Conway and Benny are part of the Griselda crew, so shout out to them. They're killing it. They're killing the game. Um, Static Selecta with a special guest, you know, various artists, The Balancing Act. Again, another great project this year. And then number 10, Shea Noir After 12. Um, it's her, um, I think, third debut album, I want to say. Not debut album, but third album uh, that she's dropped. I think she's had other ones with like Apollo Brown, but... This is like a, uh, where she actually self-produced and everything. So that's fucking dope. And again, another very dope female MC. Uh, honorable mentions, Lyric Jones, Closer Than They Appear. Very poetic uh, lyricism. So check it out if you're into that. Busta Rhymes, Extinction Level Event 2, The Wrath of God. I loved it. It would have been on my top 10, but I felt like it was too long. But other than that, the features are, are great on there as well. Number 13, Yo Gotti, Untrapped. Honestly, I've never really been a Yo Gotti fan. Um, not my type of music, but this fucking project was was great. Uh, Common, A Beautiful Revolution, Part 1. Again, it kind of touches on the times that we're living in with the Black Lives Matter, all that stuff, ra racial tension. Great project again. Uh, another honorable mention is uh, Bishop Neru, Neruvia, My Disregarded Thoughts. Another great... Um, I guess you can consider him mainstream. Some people consider him underground, but he's really dope. Kid Cudi, The Man on the Moon uh, 3. He just dropped it like a few weeks ago. Uh, but I, I believe we should mention it because it's a, it's a great project. I, I'm glad to see him happy. Uh, he seems like in a better headspace and just overall like happy. So I, I'm, I'm proud of him. I grew up listening to his music, so it's dope to see him uh, and his growth. And then lastly, Jack Harlow. That's what they all say. Again, um, he had the hit record, What's Poppin' this year. Um, I think it might have been the end of last year, too. I can't recall. But I saw him on in Sway in the Morning, I want to say, like, about two years ago. And I was like, this guy's dope. So it's cool to see his growth as well. And then moving on to underground, local uh, rap and R&B. So number one, again, no particular order, uh, Vel the Wonder, Trophy Wife. She's one of my favorite MCs, um, killing it. Doesn't matter if female, male, she's just a fucking dope MC. So check that out. Really great project. Second, Arquitecto Verbal uh, with orchestrated sounds, the feature presentation. Um, I interviewed him as well on this podcast, which I'll touch on that, but great project. Go check it out. Third, Pause One, Dance on My Grave very heartfelt um relatable album it's just it's it's a great um great project so go check it out i interviewed him as well busy balboa disturbed tranquility again um from top to bottom 
it's a great uh, cohesive project. Uh, shout out to her as well. I interviewed her. Smalls Uno, uh, Villain Music, shout out to the homie Smalls, um, and the Spooky Gang. Um, he's the founder of Spooky Gang that I'm a part of, that rap collective. So shout out to him. Great project. Um, I also had a chance to have him on Nightmare Cinema as a guest to discuss one of our favorite horror movies, um, Nightmare on Elm Street. So yeah. Number six, Mike Holmes, Smiles and Tribulations. This is like a soulful rap, R&B-ish, uh, poetic. It's really dope project, so go check that out as well. Uh, most of these people, so Smalls and Mike are from San Diego, so shout out to, to my city. Uh, RJ Payne, again, one of the top illest lyricists up there with Conway and Benny. Uh, Beautiful Pain 2, great project. Uh, Sham Black and Rob Broccoli, Shamrock. Shout out to the homies, Sham and Rob. Part of Spooky Gang as well. It's only a three-song um, EP, but it goes hard, so go check that out. Uh, number nine, Ransom, Director's Cut, Scene 3. It was kind of hard because he put out a lot of projects, um, but I love that he mixes horror and hip-hop, which I do myself too, so I had to put him up there, and again, he's another ill lyricist up there uh, for this year. And number 10, Noah James, Dirty Gospel. I had him as a guest as well on Nightmare Cinema. So shout out to Noah James, dope individual as well. And this, again, is another great project that he put out. He put a, a few out this year, but that one stood out for me for sure. Honorable mentions, uh, Dev Love, Kevin Ryan, Curtis Brooks, Factual, Eruption, uh, Jazzy, uh, Funk, R&B-ish. It, it's a great project, too. Had to put it up there. Uh, number 12. Triple Seven, Level Up, R&B-ish, Two Rap, uh, from San Diego too. So shout out to them. Grime Wave, Birds of Prey. It was like a various artist. Uh, Grime Wave is also like a collective of dope MCs. Uh, I'm not mistaken, they're mostly all from New York. So shout out to Grime Wave um, and Hanzo, who's like, um, I think, the producer on this uh, whole project. XP the Marksman and Rocky Mar uh, Rock Marciano. Uh, Continua Asparare, I probably butchered that shit, but dope project as well. Uh, I am also interviewed XP, so shout out to XP, this marksman. Uh, number 15, Hera MX, uh, 444, Paradise, Encerrado, No Enterrado, Mexican rap, very dope. And then lastly, 60 East, the Freeway Series, Volume 3, Traffic Jam. Shout out to 60 East. I had him on the podcast too. Actually, not the podcast. On Nightmare Cinema, we discussed um, a dope horror movie, The Lost Boys, which is one of his favorite horror films. So that was my top uh, 10 rap R&B underground local and honorable mentions. And now we'll move on to top 10 R&B mainstream, which would be... Um, the number one, again, no particular order, Terrace Martin, Robert Glasper, Ninth Wonder, Dinner Party EP. Number two, T.Y. Dolla Sign featuring T.Y. Dolla Sign is the name of the album. Uh, number three, Jesse Reyes, Before Love Came to Kill Us. She, her vocals are just crazy on this. Uh, Omarion, The Connection, Danny Lay, Movie, Kali Uchis, Sin Miedo. It has a longer title, but Sin Miedo is the the main title, um, I had that fucking project on repeat, like, her voice is just so unique, 
Uh, it's her first like all Spanish album. She's Colombian, but she's fucking dope. Um, Queen Nigia, Misunderstood, Bryson Tiller, Anniversary, Givian, Take Time, Jacob Lattimore, Leo Season. And then for honorable mentions, Chris Brown and Young Thug, Slime and B. I actually hadn't heard this one and I just heard it like uh, about a, a few weeks ago and I was like, damn, this shit's fucking dope. I'm not a big like Young Thug fan. I, I love Chris Brown, but I, I've never been like a Young Thug fan, but I was like, this shit is fucking sick. Um, Tiana Taylor, Tiana Taylor, uh, the album, one of my favorite R&B artists. Um, she can sing, act, dance, fucking direct. So she's fucking dope. Um, Trey Songs, Back Home. Kaylani, it was good until it wasn't. And last, August Alsina, the product three, uh, state of emergency. So those are my R&B mainstream. And then moving on to top 10 mu Musica Urbana. So these are mainstream. Arcangel, uh, one of my favorite reggaeton artists of all time. Um, hope now he's okay. He had been hospitalized not that long ago. Um, because they found something like uh, in his brain or something. So hope he's good. Uh, that's one of my like dream features that I would want to collab with if I ever like make it to to like the top up there. So Arcangel Los Favoritos 2. Number 2, Raul Alejandro Afrodiasico. Afro Fucking butcher that shit, but dope project. Daleks, Modo Avion, and 3AM. He had two projects. I couldn't choose one, so loved them both. Eladio Carrion, Sauce Boys Care Package, Mike Towers, Easy Money Baby, Casu, Una Niña Inútil, Bad Bunny, Yo Hago Lo Que Me De La Gana, um, J Balvin Colores, J Wheeler Platonicos, De La Ghetto Los Chulitos, and for honorable mentions, Sesh, One of One, Brian Myers, Bendecido, Yandel, Quien Contra Mi Dos, Tiny, Neon 16 Tape, The Kids That Grew Up on Reggaeton, and lastly, Maluma, Papi Juancho. And moving on to horror. So, top horror films. Uh, it was kind of hard to do a top 10. Um, there wasn't that many. I mean, that was like, oh shit, like, which one do I pick? Um, but uh, there was like decent ones. So, um, Again, no particular order. Number one, the uh, host. Never been a, a fan of like footage films. It's kind of footage, but more like video camera. Um, it was like the number one horror film, I believe. Uh, independent too. So I really love that film, Host. Recommend it on Shudder. Um, freaky. It's funny. It, was, it wasn't scary, but it was funny. And like horror elements. So uh, and Vince Vaughn is like fucking an amazing actor to me. So... Um, go check that one out too. Three, Uncle Peckerhead. I didn't think I was going to like it. I saw the cover and I was like, mm, but it's fucking cool. It's like, you know, a bunch of rock uh, soundtrack. So it's, it's funny. Also uh, dark humor. So check that out as well. Another, I think, independent film. The Indiv uh, Invisible Man. Great movie too. Bad Hair. Um, unique concept. The Hunt. Uh, the fucking protagonist on that shit is badass. Uh, Becky, again, I love that actress. I, I forget her name. I think it's um, Lulu Wilson. Uh, she came out in The Haunting of Hill House. Also, I believe The Conjuring and uh, 
the Ouija board or the the yeah whatever that name is of the fucking film but she's fucking dope actress I knew she was gonna be like a final girl and like Becky she killed her performance uh number eight Peninsula it's the sequel to uh Train uh from Busan uh I believe it's Korean if I'm not mistaken um and then number nine Spree uh the guy from Stranger Things I forgot his character's name, but he comes out in it. It's very, like, again, dark sense of humor. It's funny, but dark as well. Um, and it's horror, and he kind of just pretty much like an uber serial killer. So check that shit out. I really enjoyed that one. That one is, like, one of those films that you can watch over and over for sure. And then lastly, number 10, VFW. Has some of the, like, the greatest, like, actors of like uh action movies so check that out very uh very dope concept for a film too and then honorable mentions the wretched possessor fucking weird um it's uh cronenberg's son directed that one i think it's brandon cronenberg uh body horror the wolf of snow hollow black box and blood quantum quantum so those were my top horror movies and top 10 horror tv series so this was kind of hard to narrow down uh but for sure the haunting of blind manor uh, the first season was obviously the best but this one was still good lovecraft country i think that was like my number one even though it's in no particular order but i really love that show uh, i hope it gets renewed for season two uh penny dreadful city of angels number four evil number five supernatural it was the finale of the show I grew up watching this, uh, it's bittersweet, um, I pretty much grew up, literally, like, grew up with these guys, so they're, like, the brothers I never had, I started watching it since I was in high school, till now, I'm, a, like, a full-grown adult, so, um, uh, shout out to, to Jared and Jensen, um, for that journey, man, uh, I can't believe they, they did, uh, I think it was, like, 19, 18 seasons, I can't remember, but, uh, it was really, like, emotional watching that finale, so, how to put it on here uh what we do in the shadows lock and key chilling adventures of sabrina warrior nun and monster land so those are you know my top um movies music and everything uh, check them out i'm also gonna put this in my blog um the list so if you if i went too fast you can go there and you can uh, go through them and figure out which ones you you would dig um and so moving back to the shout outs i want to shout out a couple people uh first i'll do nightmare cinema uh actually for nightmare cinema i'll probably save that for my last episode for nightmare cinema so scratch that so i'll do my um my shout outs for nightmare on sedgwick avenue podcast the guest i had this uh, season season two so shout out to yvonne uh, for representing horrorgasm sd a dope platform as well. Check them out, Horgasm SD. Um, they run a platform that it's uh, based for the horror community here in San Diego. They do a lot of great things. They've done virtual events this year. Uh, they promote uh, artists, like actual like people that uh, do art, horror art, um, and all that stuff. So they do more than that. But go check them out. I interviewed Yvonne, who is one of the founders uh busy balboa shout out to busy balboa and the get to know me podcast she interviewed me as well as always mutual love and respect 
she's been working hard as well. I've been seeing her. She did over, I don't even know, over a hundred interviews or something because she was doing a lot. Uh, so shout out to her. Dope MC as well. Uh, and again, one of my top 10 local um, rap albums of this year. Luis Igagarza, shout out to him. Dope um, director. Um, yeah, representing for La Raza Mexicana. Um, he did Murder in the Woods, a dope uh, horror film that came out this year with uh, Danny Trejo and other um, dope Latino cast. It was, I believe, the first like slasher Latino all cast. So shout out to him. And shout out to Henrik Nilsson, all the way from Sweden. He does horror art pieces. I have one. I don't have it right next to me. Uh, but I got um, Angel de la Muerte or Angel of Death. Um, that he did from Hellboy. So he's a dope artist to check out. He's like, a, I guess like a horror sculptor is what, what it would be called. So check him out. Uh, Pause One, a dope MC from LA. He also has his own podcast. Um, check him out. Uh, Pause One, again, thank you for, for rolling through. And next would be Arquitecto Verbal. Uh, again, another dope LA uh, MC. He is one of my top 10 as well. And Pause One actually was a top 10 two album. So check both of them out. Um, Edwin Pagan, who is the founder of Latin Horror. Um, he has a dope platform where he uh, pretty much uses his platform to uh, give more of a, I guess you can say, it, uh, more attention to the Latinos in horror, which is dope. So I had a pleasure of uh, meeting him virtually uh, and interviewing him and kind of picking his brain and, and getting to know his journey. So it was really, really dope. So thank you again, Edwin, for, for stopping by the podcast. And um, next is XP the Marksman, uh, one of the first uh, local, or not local because he's from LA, but um, MCs that I saw at a show here in San Diego that kind of like drew me into the hip hop scene. So shout out to him. Again, very dope MC. He's making really good moves up there too. Um, collaborating with some big names in the underground in New York. So yeah, shout out to him. And lastly, Sham Black, uh, mi hermano, you know, from Spooky Gang, uh, dope MC, uh, businessman too. He has a clothing line, Waves in the Tide, so check, check that out as well. Um, yeah, so those have been the guests. So shout out to all of them for being a part of this uh, podcast this season. I appreciate every one of you guys. I enjoyed talking to all of you guys, getting to know you. Um, shouting out you guys' platform and your artistry. Um, so yeah, all love and respect for all you guys. Appreciate it and your time. Uh, so yeah, so those are the people. And then lastly, I just kind of want to end it off with like, um, I already told you a little bit on my journey about the podcast. I just want to end it off with like my run through of the 2020, how it's been this year. It's been a dope year, uh, even though with all the crazy shit, like I said, I'm blessed to say that I have my health and that I'm, I'm good. Um, so a little bit about me for those who might not know me personally. I also do work a, a nine to five. I work in insurance, nothing that has to do with, you know, this, but this is my dream job working in music, movies, entertainment. So I'm kind of working hard at it. Like if I were, you know, getting paid, even though I'm not, but I'm doing it for the love and eventually, hopefully I will get paid for it. And it'll be a dream come true. Uh, but I do work a nine to five insurance, just like a, kind of like a call center. I just got promoted recently to team lead. Um, 
the beginning of the year. So I believe it's the beginning of the year, if not last year. I can't remember, man. It's been so many things going on, but um, it's been good there. I'm able to do this um, on the side, so it works out for me. Um, and even while doing that, um, like I said, I was able to work from home. So I, I was lucky enough. Um, it allowed me to still grow my brand. So I run and edit all my shows, podcasts, blog. So I'm proud of myself on that. Um, it's just about organization because a lot of people like, do you sleep? And I'm like, yeah, I do. I actually am a huge fan of naps. Uh, but you can all do it. You just got to know how to juggle everything. I think organization is, is the key for me and then having a strong work ethic. Um, so just to let you guys know, like all everything I've done this year, it's crazy. Like, I just want to say it because it's more for inspirational, not for my ego, but for inspiration to to show you guys that if I can do it, you guys can you guys can do it too. So for Nightmare and Cedric, um, I had nine guests, total of ten episodes. This would be the tenth. Um, for my blog, Nightmare on Cedric Avenue, I did ninety six posts. Uh, Nightmare Cinema, I had seventeen episodes. I I pretty much had two seasons. I split it into ten episodes each. So uh, first season was ten. This season, um, I ended it with uh, nine episodes. I probably will do the 10th one next uh, month, and then that will end season two of Nightmare Cinema. So, again, 17 episodes, um, nine guests. And, sorry, I apologize, actually. It's actually been 10 episodes, and then seven episodes for for season two. So, a total of 10 for season one, and then seven episodes for season two. So, I would have three left for next next month and maybe split it in between February. Um, but nine guests and for platform collection. I also, like I said, we run a blog. So I did like 45 posts approximately, uh, music. Again, I released two EPs, God of my destiny and from Chivalva to Aslan, seven singles. And then I have three unreleased features, um, personal interviews. I also did personal interviews to promote my brand Nightmare on Cedric Avenue and me, myself as an artist, seven Octobers. Um, I did nine interviews so far. Um, I also organized my first like hip hop and horror show, Nightmare at Fantasy, which was a great um, show. It was before COVID hit. I, w I was like, I think March 8th, I want to say. Shout out to Brandon and Fantasy Lounge for allowing me to be part of that and organizing that. It was a great event. Um, we had MCs pair up with the uh, producer and pretty much flip a horror um, song or like uh, pretty much score and or soundtrack. Um, so kind of like Nightmare on Elm Street, like the, the theme song for that horror movie. So it's fucking dope to see that done. Um, hopefully next year, maybe we can do something similar. We'll see. Uh, I did my first photo shoots too. Shout out to Sham Black again, who organized them. Um, I did a couple video cameos. I had my first music video, uh, the SD Music Room. So shout out to Yazi and the SD Music Room. Um, I had a promo, Spooky Halloween. Um, again, shout out to Sham for organizing that. So it was a busy year. Um, but yeah, uh, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Might have gone too fast. Sorry about that. Just want to make sure it's not too long. But I want to thank everyone again who's supporting either my podcast, my show, Nightmare Cinema, uh, my blog, uh, my music, any of that. It really means a lot to me for real. So thank you guys. I uh, hope you guys tune in uh, for season three. 
of Nightmare on Sedgwick Avenue. I have really dope guests lined up for 2021. I'm really excited about. I'm not going to make any announcements yet, but uh, I'm working. I'm trying to get a lot of dope people. Um, and yeah, so happy new year for those that uh, are watching this and happy holidays. Everybody stay safe. And uh, I hope that everybody has a blessed uh, ending of 2020. And going into 2021, just sending positive vibes for everybody uh, who might have not had the best year. Uh, but just keep going. Don't give up. Um, just know you're not alone. And yeah, peace out, everybody. Um, thank you guys again for tuning in. Uh, appreciate it. Peace.